Hey, 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 what's going on, guys? I thought I would um, talk about cryptocurrencies today um, because a lot of people still have a lot of confusion about it. They're, um, they still think it's a scam. They still think um, it's only Bitcoin. Um, they still think people only use it for the black market, you know, all these stupid, stupid things. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm actually going to pull up a few things on my computer and I'm going to talk about cryptocurrencies and you know, what they are and why it's a great opportunity to make a lot of money for the everyday person if you actually look at the underlying technology and if you invest in the right the right projects. Um, you know, you think of it, cryptocurrency as um, the stock market 2.0 in its infancy, okay? We're at the start of a new asset class and I'll start to talk about that Um because a lot of legislators and a lot of lawmakers, um, especially in America, they don't call it cryptocurrencies. They call it the crypto asset, a crypto asset class. Now, the word asset should make your ears perk up because there's only a couple of them. There's real estate, there's um, precious metals, Stocks and bonds. I think that's all of them. Um, and now crypto assets. And crypto, like an asset, isn't isn't built overnight. Um, you know that's why there's only three or four of them in the world. Now there's five. The bonds were the last ones ever created. Now I just looked it up to see when bonds were like created. Um, now take it for what it's worth. This is on um, uh, Wikipedia. But it says the first ever sovereign bond was issued in in 1693 uh, by the newly formed Bank of England. This bond was used to fund conflict with France, other European governments, and um, they fo- they followed suit uh, shortly after. So, the first ever sovereign bond was issued in 1693, um, which is crazy, you know. Um, and now. 20, 2017 was where this, you know, kind of birthed, or 2008, sorry, after, you know, the financial uh, housing market. It's when all uh, Bitcoin showed up. And now they're calling it a new asset class, which is in its infancy stage, which means there's a lot of money to be made. And I want people to stop looking at it as... Um, something that's complex and something that they they can't learn about um, and that they can't make money from because you can. And if you think like that, you're going to be stuck, okay, um, a, a lot of life. But a lot of what I talk about as well is going to be, um, I'm going to put in the show notes for you guys. So, Cryptocurrencies, uh, what made them so attractive is that um, transactions are irreversible. So as soon as you send it and confirm a transaction, you cannot reverse it. So there's an open ledger where you can see transactions, um, but as soon as you approve a transaction, it is built into these um, into the open ledger. Um, it's just set in stone. You cannot reverse it. Uh, which makes it the most transparent um, technology, um, you know, that we have. You can't commit fraud on it because as soon as you 
click on yes, I accept the transaction. Guess what? You cannot, and I mean, you cannot commit fraud. You can, you know, which makes it so attractive um, now to to banks and institutions and um, government and the IMF, you know, who's the, uh, they bail out countries who, who fuck up. And um, yeah, it's just super interesting. Um, so it's fast and global. So as soon as you send a payment, it's, it's from anywhere from seconds to um, a couple of hours, depending on what project, um, what cryptocurrency you're sending, and what um, what network it, it's on. It's secure, so your cryptocurrencies are on a public key. This thing called a public key um, in the cryptography system, and then the cryptography system is like the code, the the HTML, the, um, you know, the iOS in your Apple code, like it's the code um, and it's stored in there. And only the owner who has the private key can send the cryptocurrency. Um, and, you know, the magic of that and the magic of big numbers makes it impossible to break this scheme. You know, your big, you know, like a Bitcoin address is more secure than Fort Knox because of all the math that's involved. And it's probably why I will never do coding, especially for crypto um, cryptocurrencies, because it's so complex and you need a really good math understanding, which I don't, uh, but I thought I'll just share that with you. Um, so it's also permissionless. So you don't have to ask anybody to use cryptocurrency. You can download the software, download it, you know, use it, um, send it to your friend, send their money instantly. No one can prevent this from you. There's no gatekeeper, okay? And that's what made it attractive to all the people in the beginning because they could send their money to buy drugs on the black market um, because no one could stop them from sending their money to it. So, um, and it's, you know, a lot of people still think um, that you can use Bitcoin especially um, to get around that because it's not tracked, which is bullshit because if, the Bitcoin is on the open ledger. You know, it just takes a bit of investigating to find out where that came from. Um, and you see people like uh, at the moment, um, you know, being busted all over the place for, um, you know, being on the black market and all of that sort of stuff because I believe it is, they do have access to it. Um, and it has a lot of monetary uh, value so it's a controlled supply. So most cryptocurrencies have controlled supply. You can't make any more like the Australian dollar or the US dollar, which you can print like it's fucking nothing, um, which creates the problem that we're in today in the economy. There's no no debt um, with cryptocurrencies because um, it doesn't rep- cryptocurrencies don't represent debt. Uh, like Australian dollar and the US dollar represent, they represent themselves, you know, and that's, I think that the US is in like 20 trillion dollars of debt, which is ridiculous, right? And they've dug themselves into a massive hole. Now, cryptocurrencies, this never happens. No one can get dug into a hole because you can't keep printing, keep printing, keep printing, 
um, to, I don't know, profit off it, to fix an artificial problem, to, you know, all that sort of stuff. But the fact that the cryptocurrencies are a new asset class, first one built since 19, um, 1693, should ring some bells, you know. Now, I want to talk about a cryptocurrency that I'm involved in and that I've put a lot of my money into because I think that they that project has the best chance of making some decent money okay now one of the cryptographers on x um, ripple who worked for ripple and created the xrp he had a patent in 1988 which i think is super interesting he filed a patent in 1988 and it got accepted in 1991 and the patent abstract is He's describing cryptocurrencies. He's describing the system of cryptocurrencies. It says here, a multi-level distributed computer system for distributed processing preferably includes a plurality of personal computers. And you know, there's more on that, a couple, two or three more sentences, but I'm not going to read that. But, you know, this has been in the works for years and people think it's just popped up, which... If you investigate it further, it hasn't just popped up. This has been in the background for many, many years. And then I'm going to go to Ripple's um, website. And on the website, it says, instantly move money to all corners of the world. So the problem that they are solving right now is how quickly they can move money like a text not three to five days like your banks tell you, which is incredibly frustrating when you're trying to receive payments from your boss, from um, another company. You know, it makes it super, super stressful that these, these systems are so inefficient and clunky. Now, they have over 300 financial institutions who are partnered with them. They help new customers in new markets expand their services as well. And some of the people who are working with them are, you know, Westpac, ANZ Australia. Um, you know, MoneyGram, who don't know money grandma they just help send remittance payments to overseas families from um, you know people who are living in different countries and they send money to their to their families and not only this but the company literally obliterates the fees sent that are used to send the money across so you know it takes you four five six eight nine ten dollars to send i don't know like i'm making up a number like two hundred dollars or something right and you're like fuck they just took like a massive fee from me. Ripple obliterates this. It's literally pennies on the dollar. It's not even noticeable compared to the money that you send. Um, that's all I kind of wanted to talk about there. But I want to talk about the one of the co-founders. Um, in January 2018, the co-founder, he is, he, this is the title. Ripple co-founder is now richer than the Google founders on paper. 
So on the bull run in 2017, and in markets, there's bull and bear markets where price fluctuates, goes up, goes down. So we're just coming out of a bear market now, and we're getting ready in the next year or so for the next bull run. Maybe even quicker with all this coronavirus stuff happening. I'll talk about that in a second. So when Ripple, the, um, its, coin, its cryptocurrency coin XRP, it hit a high of $3.84, okay? Which is like nothing. It's going to go way beyond that in the future. Chris Larson, the co-founder and executive chairman of Ripple, was worth um, no, $59.9 billion on paper then. He has um, 5.19 billion XRP and a 17% stake in Ripple, according to Forbes. If I just look him up on uh, Wikipedia, which a lot of it's not, you know, a lot of it's not the most accurate, but it provides a little snapshot into what's what is <laughs> accurate. Uh, it says his net worth here at the moment is um, 4.6 billion dollars. So it's a man, um, he's a smart man, he's very. Um, he's a business executive and he's also an angel investor, you know, a very smart guy. Um, and when it comes to investing, a lot of what I like to do is find out who is backing the cryptocurrencies and, you know, what are their previous... Um, what the previous roles have been in life and just how much money they're worth because rich people aren't rich for no apparent reason. You know, they know things that you don't. So a lot of, like with Ripple and the issue that they're solving, it makes so, so much sense to put most um, most of my investment money into this company because they're changing the way money is moved. They're helping it move literally like a text, which is ridiculous um, considering the payment system we have at the moment. Now, here's something that's super interesting at the moment. So with all the coronavirus stuff that's happening, there's the stimulus packages that people want. Um, which is terrible. I think it's just terrible, by the way, because printing trillions of dollars to give to people, um, isn't that going to hyperinflate the dollar? Isn't that going to uh, destroy the dollar and inflate it, hyperinflate it so much that it's worthless? You know, just look at what happened to Venezuela. Their dollar is worth nothing now because of hyperinflation. And, uh, you know, that's it's really scary to see where our dollars going to go in the future. And, um, you know, the economies of the world, crazy. So with the stimulus as well, people want to pump out. Um, they just want to, they, they, it's going to take months for, before people get their money. All right. Now, What's funny enough is like what company is out there at the moment that happens to be a cryptocurrency company 
that has powerful technology where you can send money to someone as quick as a text. Answer is Ripple. And, you know, a lot of this technology has been used before um, as well. Um, Ripple's technology, it's been trialed, I believe, in, um, well, I think it's been trialed in um, Westpac's uh, app called Beamit. I don't know if you guys have heard of that, but if you go to like terms, terms, the conditions or right at the bottom, it'll say something like digital, uh, digital wallets or something or digital, it'll say something digital, which is essentially it is using cryptocurrency software um, and digital software such as Ripple. Um, now, because of like NDAs and non-disclosure and business partnerships and all these sorts of things, um, you know, there's a lot of legal stuff um, that they can, you know, put on their products and stuff like that. Um, anyway, back to um, the stimulus, um, especially uh, in Australia. I'll just talk about Australia just because it's where I'm from. We have a company... Um, called Infosys. Now, I don't know much about that company. I've never looked into them. Don't know who they are. But they just won a mega deal to replace Centrelink's entitlement engine um, in this technology industry um, article that I've got. So it says the Australian government has selected Infosys to replace a significant part of this Centrelink's 30-year-old welfare payment system because they know that our payment systems are useless. They're slow. And how is how are people going to get their stimulus? You know, really quickly. It's going to take months and months before anyone gets anything. You know? Now, it's so funnily enough, happens that Infosys is a Ripple partner. And for me, it doesn't take much to connect two and two, you know? and where our economy and where things are going. Uh, we're going into a digital economy and there's no stopping it. You know, they're saying now because of the coronavirus that money is dirty, so we've got to get rid of money, uh, which is interesting, you know. And um, perfect timing, hey? Perfect timing to have dirty money. You know, it's interesting it's very interesting the times that we live in and why i'm invested in cryptocurrencies is for the simple fact that it's a disrupting technology it's a disruptive technology like uber disruptive technology like amazon and a disruptive technology what's another one like email was for um for the postal service everyone said that those um industries wouldn't would never work. Why do we need them? Yet, now we can't see our lives without them. And that is why disruptive technology and anything disruptive, any trend that is disruptive to the mainstream, should actually you should actually look at it because those disruptive technologies, if you had money and you invested in Amazon at the very, very start, you would make so much, you, you would be living the life right now. 
So for me, it makes a lot of sense to put some of my money into a disruptive technology that's in its infancy stage, that's just coming out of a bear market right now, where you can potentially make some money. Now, you could put $1,000 in, you could put in less, doesn't matter. But put in something because, you know, and I'm not an investment advisor and none of this should be taken as financial um, as financial advice. This is, this is just my opinions and views on cryptocurrencies. So do your own research and talk to an advisor first. And I actually use... Um, uh, you know, an exchange called um, Coinspot, coinspot.com. So you make an account on there and once you're verified, you can deposit money and you can buy cryptocurrency. Okay. You can buy it and you can store it on a, on a wallet. So actually have a, like, like you have a wallet in your, um, in your, in your pocket with the money and the cash. It's a thing called a ledger wallet. I would buy it from the ledger company because you can transfer it off the exchange onto this thing that looks like a USB stick and you're in total control of that money. You're in total, no one can hack it, no one can steal it, which is why I never leave money on an exchange. So I just go there, I buy the cryptocurrencies and I store it on a wallet. Another fantastic wallet that I've been using is um, BRD, uh, the BRD wallet. That is also funnily enough, a Ripple partner. Uh, and I would download that because that is very, very secure as well. Now, a lot of what I talked about, I'll put the links in my episode. And I will also put a, um, a referral code, an affiliate code to CoinSpot so that you can open up an account and purchase your very, you know, your cryptocurrency and I would um, strongly suggest to look into the company Ripple whoever the cryptocurrency token XRP is and that's what you can buy on that exchange and this is just how I view the cryptocurrency market it's it's the stock market 2.0 it's a new internet system it's better it's you know I'll talk about some of the other projects in further podcasts, but it's it's an industry that is in its infancy stage that can change so many people's lives. And that's just how I view it. And I'm sharing all of this with you so that maybe you can look into it yourselves and make an informed decision about what you want to do with your money. If you just want to piss it away on chocolate, or not chocolate school. Um, if you just want to piss away on just useless things, and you know, like alcohol and clubbing, and um, you know, put your money to work, learn to invest in projects that inspire you, and that you think, and yeah, that'll just make you a lot of money in the long run. Um, you know, investing is 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 never a get rich quick scheme. Okay, it's a long term game which in five to 10 years, anyway, once you get there, it's like, well, where did the time go anyway? You know, it's time moves quick. So thank you all for listening. And 
Um, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Um, if you have any questions about cryptocurrencies um, on that Anchor FM um, on that side on on my um, my podcast page on this episode, you can actually leave a message. So I hope that feature um, works on your side. And if you have any questions about cryptocurrencies, um, I can do a Ask Me Anything podcast on cryptocurrencies and you can send in what you want to know about them and I'll give you my opinion and answers to your questions. So without further ado, that is cryptocurrencies and I hope that it kind of opens your mind up a bit bit more than what it was. And um, thanks for listening.